He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Hello there! It's Saturday afternoon, and this is the Doug Hopkins Show on KTAR. It's being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are. Also by Signature Title, the expert's choice for title services, and by Homebridge Financial, making the dream of home ownership a reality. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only... Mr. Doug Hopkins! Yes, yes. Good afternoon, everybody. And Dylan Martin! Present and accounted for. I was actually just telling you to take the windsock off of it and put it on your on your microphone. Oh, I thought you meant to do that microphone. I'm giving him work. hand signals during the whole time. I'm like pointing at the microphone. I'm like, this thing right here. I had to rush over. I'm over here in the corner right now. No, just pull that thing off. Put it on your uh, microphone. I want to make sure that, that I don't get any Doug DNA on my microphone. How about this? Uh, check work? one, two, Mike, check one, two. Perfect. Now you're about ready to knock down my lights in the studio. You are a mess today. Oh my goodness. Things are falling everywhere. I'm good now. You sure you're okay? I think so. What's going on so. with you? I don't know. You know, they, they, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. They, Shaved. He, he cut his beard off. I, I don't know if I should have done that. I, I don't know if I should have done that. I, remember I, what happened last time you cut your beard off. Well, I didn't actually cut my beard off last right. time but uh I, I didn't have uh somebody did it for me and uh, i didn't realize that was happening yes but um this <laughs> one didn't realize it was happening <laughs> i thought it was i was just getting trimmed up i didn't realize that it was uh-huh. gonna go bye-bye yeah but but this time i did it myself um and immediately had regrets yeah uh and uh I will be growing it back in, you know, especially because I'm like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. And I posted on Facebook the other day on my personal Facebook page. And I was like, hey, what do you think, guys? Beard or no beard? And I think it was like 85 percent beard. So- <laughs> yeah, Morgan. Morgan has it up right now on the uh, Facebook page. You can look at uh, Doug Hopkins real estate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I even want to put that back up there again. I, I'm, I'm going to give it a three weeks to a month and it'll be it'll be right back. That's what I figured when I justified doing it. And I'm like, yeah, let me just check it out. You know, I lost a bunch of weight and wanted to see if, uh, you know, I looked any prettier under all that hair. And uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Got the answer to that pretty, pretty quick yeah. there. But you want to shave. You yeah. know, you get you get all that, and you get sick of the hair, and you're going. I, I'm going to enjoy it for the next couple of days. I I'm, I will enjoy it because yeah. uh, it's hot. It is. It is. It's hot, and and uh, that 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 beard, you know, it gets sweaty and hairy and smelly, and it, can, it can, you know you got to clean it all the time and wash your face all the time, and uh, you know it, it, it and and it just feels good to have a, a smooth shaved face right now. But uh, I don't. I don't like the look, and apparently, about eighty-five percent of my friends don't like it either. Some of the comments were pretty nasty. Really, you got bullied online bullying? Uh, no, I shouldn't say nasty. No, people are just trying to be funny. So uh, what would they say? No, j- just uh, just being like, uh, put it back on, shave it, you know, shave shave the top of your head next. You know, <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, just, uh, just, just, but you know, without friends like that, I mean, you know, you got to have friends like that. That just Who gonna needs give enemies? you a hard time, right? Just yeah. give you a hard time all the time. So, no, it, it, uh, it's good. I, it's funny because uh, there's people that just, you know, they, they'll sit there and be talking to me for like five minutes, and then all of a sudden be like, 
wait, you shaved. You know, like it just uh, some people some people don't notice it, and some people they look at you and, and in two seconds they're like, oh my gosh, you know, with it with just an instant, yeah. you know. So, uh, but anyway, it's uh, eh, you, you switch it up here and there and see see what happens. This, this little this baby one. face. You look like a you look like a fifty year old Gerber, Gerber baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it feels smooth. It feels nice. Is I, it nicer I, with the mask? It, uh, you know what? It's it doesn't matter. Masks are just horrific. See, I feel uh, like my, the mask gets caught on my I hate ear, masks. and it like pulls I wear my them all the time. I, I wear I wear masks all the time, but I just I hate them. I especially when I'm walking in houses and stuff, uh, and it's hot. If it's hot in the, in a house, like and you're walking around and you're sweating and that 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 and it's oh, it's just. But it's a small price to pay for. Safety. Safety and making sure everyone's uh, happy with I it. I think so. I've worn a mask two times in the last two weeks. Have you? Because well, you I don't, don't go in. Any, I don't yeah. go in anywhere. And so I think both times it was at Jersey Mike's oh, to go yeah. in and pick up a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So I've got my little mask in the, you know, in the center console there and just grab it really quick. And, it's become like a, uh, uh, you know, an uh, accessory. You know, like people are... Are, are customizing them and making them like an accessory, like jewelry and stuff now. So. Have you seen the ones where they screen print your face onto it? Yes. That's Those are kind scary. of scary. I don't know. A little scary. I want to screen print <laughs> Doug's face on mine. That would be funny. You could screen print your beard back on. I, I may I may just do that. You could do that. For the next three weeks, yeah. Because I can't have you cut another commercial for a long time now. Oh, it'll be You have to look like you've always looked. You have weeks, the look. Three weeks, it'll be fine. I don't know, man. I don't know. It takes a while to get back to the perfection that we had before on the other commercial. <laughs> What's going on real estate-wise? Oh, still the same old, man. Still the same old thing. It's uh, the, the market's hot. Listing houses. Dylan's getting listings left and right. They're selling left and right. Uh, first day, second day on the market. Uh, it's been it's been a you know I feel like it's a redundant statement every single week. Seems to be happening in many markets around the country as well. Uh, Phoenix has actually just come out as the uh, the number, number one most one. appreciated home prices over the course of the last year. Yeah. Number one in, in in the last year as far as appreciation goes, and uh, we've seen it. We've seen it, uh, and and it continues to go up. I mean, we're getting uh, constantly getting offers above asking, um, and we're pricing them pretty aggressively to begin with. So it's uh, it's interesting to see the to see the market and 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 whether it's going to slow down or not. Because right now is notoriously the time where we're supposed to be a, a, a one of the slowest parts of the year downward is late, swing is, is late, um, uh, late summer, late, late summer. Yeah. Into, into early fall, you know, when school starts and that sort of thing where everyone's got all the, everything going on, people are still going on vacations. It's still hot. Uh, the people that have moved uh, that wanted to move during the summer have already moved. And so this is usually the low, um, but we're, we're just not seeing that yet. So I saw this uh, article in Forbes the other day, and uh, I'll play a little bit of it for you here. This coronavirus pandemic has definitely had a big effect on the real estate market. And the first part of it was very predictable, which is home sales went way, way down. But the surprise part is that signed contracts and future sales are going up and housing prices are going up faster than they were before the pandemic hit. So this is one of the most surprising turnarounds that I have ever seen in covering real estate over a number of years. Now, obviously you might've expected a sustained recession or depression in the single family home market. And indeed for a couple months, it looked that way. 
The first time home buyer market is around 40% of the market. It, it goes as high as 45. Right now it's down to 40. It's a little bit below the, the long-term average. There are more first time home buyers. There are even more existing home buyers, but they're both doing well, believe it or not. The problem for first time home buyers is that's where the biggest run-ups in prices have happened. That's where you have the least new construction in the marketplace because land prices have gone up so much in these markets, they simply can't make money uh, building low-priced homes in a lot of areas, whether it's even in the, the low-cost parts of the country, like, say, Jacksonville or Charlotte or Pittsburgh or some of these Midwestern cities. So is that reflective of what's happening here in Phoenix? Yeah, no, it's exactly what's happening. Um, you know, it used to be uh, you can get a nice house for, you know, a starter house in, in the hundred dollars to $150,000 range. I bought my first one for $108,000. I remember. I, yep. sold, I sold that to you. Yep. On, was it Cheyenne? Uh, Pony Lane. Pony Lane. Over okay. on uh, Williams, Williams Field in Val Vista when they were still. Oh, maybe the model was. When it was dirt Cheyenne. road. Remember when both of those were still dirt roads down there? Yeah, that was what? A continental home, right? It was continental home, yeah. Yep, yep I remember. It was I sold, Gilbert Ranch, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sold, uh, uh, what, four or five to a home. It was a high, high school, school reunion. Yeah. <laughs> it was me, Leaper, Phillips, Norin, like yeah. all of us were on the same street. We all bought the house. It's funny. Doug put us all, it, it literally was like four high school buddies all right there on the same street. Yep. I just helped my uh, brother-in-law do the same thing. There's a new community called Archer Meadows in Santan Valley. And very, very few new builders are building the three bedroom, two bathroom starter homes right now. Well, they are, and they're not a bad deal. And, uh, they have a bunch of their buddies just all right yeah. down there. It's pretty cool. So, so in that, but that is, this is pricing new home buyers, like the first time buyers out of the market. You know, it, and yeah, what, what's happened is you got a lot of investors as well. And, and those are the, the, the rentals that they want. So, you know, what, what was, uh, you know, a $200,000 home, they, they, those have all gotten eaten up by uh, the big investors that come in and do it are doing the investor play. And, and those same houses, you know, that were 200,000 two years ago are now 275, 300. Uh, you know, that's where we've seen the biggest increase in, in housing prices. And unfortunately, because land has gone up so much, like that gentleman was saying in that, uh, uh, in that video that you played, um, you know, they, they can't afford, the builders can't afford to build a affordable product anymore. And, um, you know, they, they've tried to do it, uh, uh, on a on a smaller scale by going you know doing a very like zero lot lines something without having a, a very big backyard or going vertical because it's cheaper to go vertical than it is to go horizontal um, which means you know two story homes uh, on a very small piece of piece of property so you can fit as many uh, units on that 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 land as possible uh, so that's what they've they've tried to do to combat that uh, but still with uh, you know in town the the cost of land has just it gotten so high that it, they, they uh, new builders can't make a uh, can't make a profit uh, or, or as big of a profit uh, being in that price range as they can in the the five six seven hundred thousand dollar price range I'm looking at that house that you sold me right here I bought it for 108 back in 2000 maybe about 2000 yeah. it's for sale for three hundred and forty one thousand dollars right now yeah. three hundred forty one thousand dollars for a hundred thousand dollar house yep yeah. What an investment. Who sold that? Damn. <laughs> Buy it. Sell it. Invest it or flip it. 
He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. I've been a Phoenician for over 34 years, and in that time, it feels like the Valley's tripled in size. Realty Executives is one of the largest real estate companies in Phoenix. That's important because it means you'll get a consistent experience no matter where you are in the Valley, while still providing a local area expert familiar with your neighborhood. As the Valley grows, so does Realty Executives, where the experts are. Come see our newest office in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. What would you say to somebody who's willing to make you an as-is cash offer on your house? This is Doug Hopkins from Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com. You heard right. I don't care if it's a total fixer-upper or in perfect condition. I will make you an as-is cash offer on your house within 24 hours. When I say I'll buy your house as-is, that means you don't have to fix or repair anything or even get it ready to show to potential buyers. I buy houses all across the valley at any price, any condition, and any size. And here's the best part. When you sell your house to DougHopkins.com, there are no fees, no commissions, no banks, and absolutely no repairs. We make the offer and you pick the closing date. It's that easy. So how do you get your as-is cash offer within 24 hours? Go to DougHopkins.com and get the ball rolling today. No phone numbers to remember, just my easy-to-remember website, DougHopkins.com. Again, that's DougHopkins.com. DougHopkins.com for all your real estate needs. A certified luxury home marketing specialist is a prestigious national designation earned by top performing realtors who achieve the highest level of standards in real estate. They're experts. Realty Executives has more certified luxury home marketing specialists than any other company in the state. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. Regardless of the price of your home, our career professional agents have the education and experience to help guide you through one of the largest financial decisions you'll ever make. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. I'm Doug Hopkins with Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com, and I still want to buy your house. Lately, a lot of companies have stopped buying houses due to uncertainty in the market. In these stressful times, DougHopkins.com can give you peace of mind that your house is sold. We never charge fees or commissions, and we buy your house in as-is condition with no repairs. At DougHopkins.com, you're dealing with me, a local guy who's been buying houses in the market for 25 years, in good times and bad. We will get through this together. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. What's up to Realty Executives, where the experts are. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Also, signature title... The expert's choice for title services. Erica came by to say hi to you the other day. Oh, nice. She came by and said, what's up? Nice. I was, what was I, at an appointment? You were at an appointment, busy buying houses? Yes. She said, thank you for uh, all the transactions. Yeah, we just did a nice one over in uh, in Tempe. Uh, It was a really nice one. I was able to... Uh, I was going to do it myself, and then I wound up uh, selling it to a buddy of mine. His daughter's going to be going to ASU and wanted a house in Tempe, so it's about a mile away from the uh, mile away from the university there, and uh, they're going to do it do it really nice. And his daughter's going to move in, so smart. She yeah. can get some roommates. Yep, yep. Pay the pay the mortgage. Yep, yep. It's a really nice little three bedroom, two bath home, uh, right off of uh, Mill and and uh, University there. So my daughter moved into an apartment. 
So I'm obviously not doing the smart thing by buying a house and having her have roommates and pay down my mortgage. Well, but are you paying her rent or is she paying her own? No, rent? she's paying her own rent. Oh, then that's perfect. No, it's awesome. She's very responsible and very good. Uh, and I, and we went over there for dinner the other day, and she cooked dinner, which was phenomenal. Because a month ago she was asking my wife as she was getting ready to move out, how do you go to the grocery store, pick up food, and turn it into or pick up items and turn them into food? <laughs> I don't believe it. No, I promise you that was a question that she asked. <laughs> So we had fettuccine Alfredo and, you know, a chicken. And it was good. She did a really good job. It, yeah. it, it tasted, it was phenomenal. The, the, the interesting thing was when I went to her apartment, it's, it, apartments are different nowadays than they were uh, when we lived in apartments. Mm-hmm. And, and the way that I'm saying this is I'm talking more the layout of the buildings. They're more in like a hotel style where there's a long hallway and there's all the appointments or, or uh, apartments on either side of the hallway. Yeah. Have you seen those? Yep. Because when, when I remember living in an apartment, each one had its own kind of private entrance. Yeah. Or you would walk up the stairs, but there'd be one door on the second floor, or maybe two doors on the second floor, two doors on the third floor, like that. This one, you like walk up, and then there's a long hallway down the middle of the building, and then there's apartments on either, on either side. side. Kind of like if you were going to a, to a hotel. Yeah. Is that the way they're doing things now? Uh, some of them, uh, I mean, it just might be the style of, of apartment that she went into. And I, I believe that I, yeah, I've no, I know the apartments you over, over by Santan, Santan mall over there. And in, in right. Denver. Yeah. So I've, I've been in there and, uh, and those are, those are really nice. You know, it's a nice little, very community. modern yep. boy. They got all the amenities. Yep. Yep. And, and yeah, they make him, I mean, that's what people want. And, uh, listen, the days of, of renting an apartment for 700 bucks are over. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember your first apartment. It was like $335 a month. Remember? You, know, you, were the, you were the first person I knew that had their own apartment. I was the first one that got kicked out of their house yeah. at 17 years old. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I was a trendsetter. You were down off of McKellips and Country Club. Yes. I think those apartments are still they there. They are still there, 100%. Every time I drove, drive by them, I think of you. Yeah. Yep. And you were on the second second level. Second floor. Yep. One yeah. bedroom. One bedroom. One bath. Yep. Six guys living in it. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a ton of people living in there. How it, much? How, do you remember how much your rent was? Yeah, it was like $323 a month. Wow. I, I, it'd be interesting to see how much it is now. It's got to be over a thousand bucks. You think? I, I would, I would, and that I, was fully furnished back then, too. Remember wow. those were fully furnished? <laughs> so you broke everything. Everything. <laughs> the closet door. But I, I don't know why I got evicted. It was kind of crazy. Did you that get evicted? Of course I got evicted. I was 17 years old. This is ridiculous. Like, number one. I was able to, to, to sign a lease. I think my dad signed it for him. They wanted me out bad. <laughs> no, but here's a, here's a crazy thing is that, um, you know, you're 17. Look, at I, I had a job at 17. Remember, I was working at Power 92 back then. Yep. I was driving a van. Yep. And um, you parked the van. How that van didn't get broken into oh we used that. to like nine 12 inch orion woofers and i mean it was that was life back then man yes. that was that was pretty good um but you know i was only making five dollars an hour back then too yeah and and that was the crazy part is uh i i, I complained i think it, the minimum wage was like 323 an hour 333 or 335 that's what it was, 335 an hour. And I was complaining, like, hey, man, I'm really working hard. I'm doing, and the guy goes, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move you up to $200 a week because I wanted overtime because I was working so much overtime. And he's like, I'll move you up to $200 a week, but you don't get any overtime, and you'll get medical benefits. Well, I came out to 5 bucks an hour at, at 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. 
So I couldn't afford everything. And the other guys that were living there weren't doing nothing. So we actually, our, our electricity got shut off and we took extension cords and ran them down to the, to the center area. Like, you know, where the barbecues the work. Yeah. yeah. And just so that we could keep the refrigerator running in oh a gosh. fan. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember. I, it, a little bit's coming back to me as I think about oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. It was, those were the days. <laughs> I can distinctly remember college years having way too many you know people living in the house oh yeah i i can i can smell it it's it's just just body Boys. odor and feet yeah and just it's like i've got a 16 year old son imagine if there were seven kids living in his room they were all boys trash yeah. isn't taken out sink full of dishes the whole mold thing. Oh, yeah. all that stuff yeah oh there was nothing where I, I lived in the dorms at arizona state and uh and all we had in there was we there was no stoves there was no kitchen there was no anywhere for us to cook anything uh so i had a, a little hot pot and uh, hot plate, hot, like a hot plate thing, yeah. yeah. And and a um, toaster uh, oven. Nope, didn't even have that. Uh, I had a hot plate and and um, uh, a little refrig, like a mini fridge. Okay, and you rented for the year for like fifty bucks. I think it cost for the, to rent for this the, the two semesters. And uh, all I had was ramen that I, I made on the hot plate and a uh, thing of bologna. And uh, and bread and mustard. That's all I had. You didn't have the meal card, like where you could go down and, and get dinner I, and stuff. I, I did. I, I had the meal card for that, but it was uh, the food. And I was at Manzanita, um, which oh, was I a, remember those, well. Those big fifteen-story uh, building right there on University and Jennifer. The ones with the tr- triangles, the big triangular building, like the the, the windows are triangles. Um, See, he, he remembers the building shape. I remember the girls who lived in the building. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> you see the there difference between how yeah. we were? I'm still friends with, with people that I would lived in the building there. Yeah. Um, I and, still hold a grudge against her. Oh, she yeah. broke my heart. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, the food in the cafeteria was... Uh, it was bad, and that that's coming from, you know, when I was 18 years old. <laughs> that's coming from a man who hasn't seen a plate of food he didn't I mean, want to marry. It was just not good. I mean, it was it was bad, just yeah. flat out bad. And yeah. it was it was worse than the high school, our high school food at Mountain View was 10 times better than the food at Manson. I don't even remember that. At, at, at Mountain View, the, the cafeteria. I had a sub every single day. When we had a football, because we had to have our football, but during football season, we had to have our lunches in the football in the, in the, the conference room where you went in and you, you looked at tape and whatnot. And uh, they had a, a you know place where you got subs. they make them right there for you. And I would get two subs every single day. And uh, bring them, bring them up to there. Now kids have like there's Pizza Hut there, oh, yeah. McDonald's Taco there, and, yeah. all that. Well, Absolutely. actually, no, they don't. Now they go down to the refrigerator downstairs. My kids just started school, and uh, Chandler has announced that they will not be doing in person classes till the second quarter. Wow, maybe the second quarter. Yeah, they'll really not even like it before the second exactly. quarter. What, what do you think about that? <sighs> Again, we talked about it. Yeah. You could kind of argue both sides of it. Um, you personally, though. Um, would you rather have, go back to school and just chance it, or would you rather them be home? You personally, I know you could argue either side. Personally, I think it should be each person's, you know, and I think they're going to make it this way to where it's their choice. I wouldn't have a problem if my kid going back to school now. Yeah, 
I, because I really don't think that the kids are the ones who are getting super sick off of it or having the long-term effects or anything like that. Uh, we kind of go through the whole sanitizing thing. You know, we've got a sanitizing station when you walk inside the house. I'm, I mean, I'm going to work every day. And so, you know, you spray off your shoes, you take off your shoes, you, you know, do your hands, you take the wipes and you wipe your phone down and your keys down. And we got that ultraviolet thing where you put your phone in and it kills all the germs. And then honestly, as soon as I get home, I go take a shower. So for my for my kids, as he coughs, I'd have no <laughs> I'd have no problem with that um, because I you know we're kind of, my kids are hanging out with other kids anyways right now. Yeah, I, I I'm not quarantining them anymore. Yeah. So so yeah, I wouldn't have a problem. And, and honestly, I think they're missing out on. I told my son, man, I had a blast. I loved high school. Yeah. I genuinely did, and, and I kind of feel bad for them. At least my son, he's he's a junior in high school, and yeah. he missed the last quarter of his sophomore year, and now the first quarter of his junior year. And there, there's a lot of experiences yeah. that are there. Same thing. With my my youngest daughter is a senior this year, and um, Nicole's a senior. That's she's, crazy. Yep, she's a senior, and. Um, yeah, you know, it's it stinks. She's online and and uh, they're far less productive online too, oh, and learn yeah. way less. Oh, correct, correct. You know, it's it was amazing too. When I, growing up in New York, I grew up. I moved out of here when I was in my junior year, beginning of my junior year. And um, I'll tell you what, the schools, the high schools, and everything else in in New York were way harder than it was out in Arizona and here in Arizona. I, I was learning stuff in eleventh and twelfth grade that I learned in eighth and ninth grade in in New York. It was it was pretty interesting. Wow, um, how much harder it was in New York. Uh, the schools uh, they had a, a thing called Regents. It was it was the classes, and um, and they were they were really tough. And if you didn't pass the the state test, you you weren't. You weren't uh, allowed to move on. Yeah, so you had to you had to really uh, do it, or you had to do extra classes or go into the summer school and stuff like that. So it was it was a lot tougher back there than it is out here. It seemed like it's always a threat with the Ames test and all that stuff here. But then I've never really heard of somebody failing it and getting held back. No, now I you did that. if you didn't pass all your classes for high school. Yeah, you couldn't graduate. Yeah, you had to go take it during during spring break or or summer summer break or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I do. I hope they open them back up. I, I and I'm willing to take well. that. I'm willing to take that chance personally because if anybody's going to get hurt by it, it's probably going to be me more than the kids. So yeah, yeah. I'm willing to take no, that chance. I, I agree with you there. Uh, but boy, people are moving. People are buying houses. Dylan's got a whole lot of listings to talk to you about. And if you're looking to sell your house, we've got some great ways for you to sell your house. All coming up next on the Doug Hopkins Show. Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. So take me home. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. I've been a Phoenician for over 34 years, and in that time, it feels like the Valley's tripled in size. Realty Executives is one of the largest real estate companies in Phoenix. That's important because it means you'll get a consistent experience no matter where you are in the Valley, while still providing a local area expert familiar with your neighborhood. As the Valley grows, so does Realty Executives, where the experts are. Come see our newest office in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. What would you say to somebody 
is willing to make you an as-is cash offer on your house. This is Doug Hopkins from Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com. You heard right. I don't care if it's a total fixer-upper or in perfect condition. I will make you an as-is cash offer on your house within 24 hours. When I say I'll buy your house as-is, that means you don't have to fix or repair anything or even get it ready to show to potential buyers. I buy houses all across the valley at any price, any condition, and any size. And here's the best part. When you sell your house to DougHopkins.com, there are no fees, no commissions, no banks, and absolutely no repairs. We make the offer and you pick the closing date. It's that easy. So how do you get your as-is cash offer within 24 hours? Go to DougHopkins.com and get the ball rolling today. No phone numbers to remember, just my easy-to-remember website, DougHopkins.com. Again, that's DougHopkins.com. DougHopkins.com for all your real estate needs. A certified luxury home marketing specialist is a prestigious national designation earned by top-performing realtors who achieve the highest level of standards in real estate. They're experts. Realty Executives has more certified luxury home marketing specialists than any other company in the state. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. Regardless of the price of your home, our career professional agents have the education and experience to help guide you through one of the largest financial decisions you'll ever make. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Maple Housing Opportunity Broker. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Hang on. 2014, is that when you started this show? Probably. Huh? I think so. 2014? Yeah. Okay, so hang on. So that would be uh, six years. Six What's years. That? Times 52. That's 312 shows. Uh, times four for four segments. That's 12, uh, 1,248 segments. There's four segments on each show. At least seven good ones. Yeah, we're still having trouble. Whenever <laughs> when everybody says, hey, just do a best of, I'm like, okay, well, then I guess I got to record a new show. Yeah. <laughs> um, 1,248 segments. I mean, it's a real estate show. What more can you possibly talk about? And every week when we come in here, I'm like, what new could we possibly talk about that we haven't talked about before? Yep. And we just talked about, like, I don't think we've ever told the story about stealing electricity because I was 17 years old and running an extension cord down <laughs> someone, at the common area. Someone did that on one that I just bought. And, 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 uh, well, be nice to them. They, it, was a, it was in a 55-plus community, and I, I bought the house. And uh, went over there uh, to go make sure that it was, uh, you know, it was getting fixed up. And one of the neighbors had gone in and <laughs> plugged an extension cord over and, and was lighting up all their trees and stuff at night. With your electricity. With my electricity. <laughs> so I politely uh, grabbed the cord and... and uh, How do well, you do that? I, like, I, I can I understand if you're 17 and dumb. Yeah. But you're, you, you have a house. You own a house. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously... A, 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 Anybody with half of a brain for a detective, all they have to do is follow the extension cord, and you could probably figure out who's stealing your electricity. Well, they, they figured that the house was vacant, I'm sure, and and so I, I, I was nice about it. I just went and, and wrapped up the cord and, and threw it on their property, you know, and I I, I mean, I, I put it all in a nice circle. <laughs> I just put it right on their side of the fence. Uh, and it has not been back since. So. You so don't like confrontation, though. I I would rather not. You're horrible it. about I, confrontation. I, I figured that they would get uh, they would get the hint with that. Doug is awful about confrontation. I had to let somebody go about two three years ago. Doug said, "What are you going to do?" It. I said, "In twenty minutes." He goes, "Let me get my car keys. As soon as I go, then you can do it." Yeah. And he got in his car and he drove away, nowhere to go. I, and he called me a half hour later. Did you do it? <laughs> yeah, I did it. All right. Well, are they gone? 
No, they're cleaning out their office. All right, let me know when they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> he stayed away until they came back. That's What did this person's name start with? I'm not even going to say that. I didn't even say the sex of the person. You know, Sally, I said yeah. they. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Z, 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 M. Huh? Whatever they want to be. Yeah, whatever their pronoun was. I never yeah. even said a pronoun or anything <laughs> else like that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. But my, my point really quick was out of 1,248 segments, uh, you know, 300, 400 different shows, uh, we actually still come up with new things to talk about. I mean, who knows if it's anything anybody wants to hear, but <laughs> at least we didn't repeat ourselves, right? Here we go. Are you paying Sam Hunt royalties? You know, the incredible thing is, 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 is what you can't see on the radio is as soon as we play this song, uh, the lights go down in the studio. Uh, there's actually a disco ball that comes down in the middle of the studio. Uh, it goes totally dark, and then all of a sudden it goes, we'll have a house, and boom, red lights and green lights, and all the video walls in the entire studio go crazy. Yeah, you, you must have spent at least $100,000 in this. On my studio. theater of the mind, absolutely. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> I love it. It's radio, man. You can make it whatever you want it to be. So uh, we've been talking about how the real estate market is so crazy. And uh, Dylan, you're in heat of it. Yeah, that's for sure. So last week we listed three homes. And crazy thing this week, I only have one for you. Crazy. We listed one in Phoenix on Fern Drive. Doug, how many phone calls did you think you got on Fern Drive this week? Oh, phone calls, text messages. I got a ton of text messages. (laughs) Uh, At least 30. I would say at least 30, yeah. We ended up getting seven offers on this home, Darren. Went with a cash offer, $5,000 over asking, closing in just two weeks. Done. Done. The other house that we're listing is my own personal flip. It's my first one. I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit. But we sold all of our houses that we listed the previous week as well. So really cool scenario going on in the Valley. If you're a seller looking to uh, move up, vacate, whatever you want to do and sell your home here, we have the solution for you. And this week, we're actually doing a promotion that we've never done. Uh, we're giving away... Did you sign off on this? I have no idea what he's about to say. <laughs> I don't know what he's about to say either. You know, I, I learned it's always to ask. It's better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. So All right, I guess we'll it. find out. Hey, um, I'm going to disappear for about a half an hour. Let me know when he's gone. <laughs> After the show? <laughs> I will. Yeah. I like There's it. a reason why I didn't tell you the first initial. <laughs> <laughs> so... This week, we're giving away a listing prep promotion, meaning so to get your house on the market, there's always a to-do list of stuff that you have to do. You need to tighten the doorknobs. You need to replace the light bulbs, fix the strike plate. Oh, man, we've got to do the front yard curb appeal, the landscaping. Almost like when you get married for the second time. (laughs) (laughs) Clean up a little bit, right? Make it look really good. A little bit of landscaping, a little bit of, you know, fix up the doorknobs, you know, things like that. I've not made that mistake yet. Well, I, 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 of I getting married a second time. Exactly. I know. But can you imagine what we'd have to do to get you ready for yeah. that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've already shaved. I'm halfway there. We'd have to do a whole... We might as well just knock down the whole house and rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> no, but getting the property ready for the market is truly a task, right? That's the biggest thing. It is. When I come across people and I'm meeting with folks and we help them see that the listing scenario is the best one for them, they're going... Man, Dylan, I don't want to do all the listing prep. I don't want to do touch-up paint. I don't want to get my house cleaned. I don't want to deal with all of that. Well, guess what? We'll do that for you. Up front, 
I won't even ask you to pay us back on the back end. I'm going to pay for touch-up paint. I'm going to pay for landscaping. I'm going to pay for a professional cleaner to come through and get it all taken care of. That way your your property can hit the market in pristine shape and we can sell it for over asking like we do over, over, and over again. So for the first three people that call in at 480-498-8000, we're going to give you this special listing promotion. Again, 480-498-8000. You got to be one of the first three people. Call or text. I think that's a smart one. I don't think we have to do anything to him after that. No, nope, absolutely. It's good. That one passes the legal test. You know, I, I want to uh, I want to say a quick congratulations to my daughter, Casey. Uh, her and her boyfriend, Nick, uh, just wound up buying a their first house. They bought their first house uh, out in East Maysac, Cadence. She's moving back. She's moving back from New Jersey. Uh, and uh, she was she bought a new build. And it was a lottery situation because there's so many people and they're opening up so few lots uh, right now because uh, they're just uh, they're, they're building them as uh, they're, they're being taken as fast as they're building them. And she missed out the first time around, which they have a new lottery every single month. How's the lottery work? So uh, basically, they just basically pull pull their names numbers. Out of a hat. You know, it's just a number out of a hat, basically. And and um, she was picked. Uh, there was five lots released and she was picked number two. So I think there was 23 people in there. Wow. Um, and she was she was picked second. Uh, so she got the house that she loves. Uh, they have some unbelievable houses out there. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing to see the, the new builds as they come out. Um, and, and I don't get to see a lot of new construction, uh, you know, with, in, in my job. I know Dylan gets to see it a lot, a lot more. I'm usually out at the older houses buying, uh, buying homes that are, uh, you know, been around. For resales. Bit. Yeah, resale homes. Uh, but when you go into a, a, a new home uh, and all the d- different things that the designers and the decorators do, it's pretty impressive what, what is available to you out there. Um, and, and I would uh, recommend, even if you're not in the business to buy something, if you're looking to fix up your uh, home in, in whatever capacity it may be, uh, go out and check out a bunch of new build homes because a lot of the things that they have in there, you can do in your home for relatively cheap. And uh, especially the new fixtures are out there. There's a lot of stuff uh, that it was built in the late 90s, early 2000s, where, you know, that, that initial uh, hallway lamp that comes down the hallway, like chandelier, where the dining room chandelier are $5 pieces of crap. I mean, basically. Uh, and you can get some really nice uh, fixtures now for less than 100 bucks that look so much better than, than what the builder grade stuff was. and But they're not building a lot of that stuff anymore. Like they, they got rid of all the cheesy uh, things that they used to have, like those fixtures and, and all the gold and stuff that was... The Hollywood uh, makeup style lights yeah, in your bathroom? Exactly. The, all that stuff is gone. Um, but you can see uh, what you could do on your home. I, I get a lot of people that always ask me, like, what, what can I do that's relatively inexpensive to make my house look better? Just walk through uh, a couple of, of um, model homes of model homes, and you will find some really great ideas that you could do on your house that's really inexpensive. Good ideas. Who is the most innovative home builder out there? I wouldn't or somebody be, who impresses you, just uh, somebody off the top of your head that well, impresses I'll tell you, you. The, the whole reason I'm building a new house right now is because I w- walked into a Toll Brothers house. Uh, but those are, you know, the pretty high end stuff over there. Uh, but but 
uh, really, really nice uh, finishes and whatnot. I, I went out to the one on uh, Riggs and uh, Hawes out in Queen Creek, and that was pretty darn impressive. Pretty good. Hey, and by the way, if you're looking for a new build home, Dylan can help you out with that as well. Call 480-498-8000. Once again, that's 480-498-8000. This is the Doug Hopkins Show. Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. So take me home. I'm Doug Hopkins, and I want to help you find your dream home. That's right. For years, you've seen and heard me talking about fix and flips. But did you know that the Doug Hopkins team of experts at Realty Executives can help you find your dream home and save you big money in the process? With decades of experience, market knowledge, and top-notch negotiation expertise, the Doug Hopkins team will do all we can to find you that perfect home and make sure you come out on top in the deal. With the best team of appraisers, the most trusted team of lenders, and our collective fingers on the pulse of Arizona's real estate market, there is no easier or faster way to find your dream home don't waste countless hours weekends and gas driving around the valley only to find the home of your dreams was sold three months ago and that the listing hasn't been updated the doug hopkins team's mission is to save you time and money are you ready to have the doug hopkins team help you find that perfect home call 480-498-8000 and get started today that's 480-498-8000 480-498-8000 get the doug hopkins team of realty executives working for you realty executives is one of the most trusted real estate brands in america we have more certified luxury home marketing specialist than any other company in the state. A top performing designation earned by less than 1% of all realtors. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. No matter where you live in the Valley, we have offices and local area experts familiar with your neighborhood. The Valley is constantly growing, and so are we. Come see our newest offices in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road, and in Gilbert at the northwest corner of Val Vista and Williamsfield. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Equal housing opportunity broker. I'm Doug Hopkins with Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com, and I still want to buy your house. Lately, a lot of companies have stopped buying houses due to uncertainty in the market. In these stressful times, DougHopkins.com can give you peace of mind that your house is sold. We never charge fees or commissions, and we buy your house in as-is condition with no repairs. At DougHopkins.com, you're dealing with me, a local guy who's been buying houses in the market for 25 years, in good times and bad. We will get through this together. Make your home the best flipping home on the block. Find the right contractors and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program being brought to you by Realty Executives. Also signature title, Homebridge Financial. Making a dream of homeownership a reality. Let's give Kevin uh, Kaziski a shout out. Where is he? What is he doing? He's in Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas. Who goes to Las Vegas? So he runs. He runs a home bridge up in uh, branch up in, in Vegas as well. So he goes up every couple of weeks uh, and spends a few days up there, uh, making sure everyone's doing their job up there and uh, recruiting and whatnot. And uh, he gets to. It's. I don't know how he does it. I, I would go broke. You know. I, I'm going to tell you a, a quick story about. Um, we were looking at expanding in 2010. And uh, so I decided it was between uh, Southern California and Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, we had a, a pretty big builder that wanted to buy, that w- that wanted us to represent them and, and have us buy houses for them in, in uh, both of those states. And I didn't feel like we could do, or both those cities in LA or, or Vegas. 
And I didn't think we could do both. So was, yeah, I, I told him I would commit to one. And uh, I would go check him out and see which, which one I thought was uh, the, the, best, uh, the best one for us to do. So I went up there. Uh, I was going to go to the auction on, uh, I believe it was a, a Friday morning. So we, we flew up there on, on Thursday night. And I uh, went with uh, another uh, buddy of mine that I worked with as well uh, that helped me run the, the auction company. I was doing the uh, bidding, auction bidding at the time. And uh, we went to, uh, stayed at the Golden Nugget uh, downtown because the courthouse was right downtown where, where the auctions took place. And we got in at like uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, got undressed and changed and uh, went to dinner and then um, sat down, had a few drinks and talked about the next day. And then we went and sat down and started gambling. Well, you know, nine o'clock turned into 10, 10 turned into 11, one drink into, turned into two, two drinks turned into four. Uh, by four, four o'clock in the morning, I had lost a substantial amount of money. Uh, and I decided at four o'clock in the morning that um, I was going to go home. And I wound up. You had uh, means the next day. I, I, had, I was supposed to be at the auction at 9 a.m., and um, I wound up pack, went back to the room at four o'clock in the morning, without a penny in my pocket. Uh, you know, I I maxed out my, I had a lot of credit there, and I maxed that out, and I decided that that was it. And so I packed up my bags, um, got on the next flight, uh, Southwest flight home, which is at five forty-five a.m., and I was uh, home in my bed. Uh, before the auction started the next day in Vegas. And that's how we wound up opening up in Southern California. It was the cheapest, best thing that could ever, ever have happened to me. They didn't have casinos in L.A. Uh, they didn't have casinos in L.A. And L.A. was a unbelievable market for us, whereas Las Vegas wound up um, uh, canceling foreclosures altogether um, and that you couldn't foreclose on a home. Uh, we would have spent... We would have spent a hundred times the amount that I lost uh, up there and, and for nothing if that didn't happen. So, and would, you'd be in rehab and <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be in rehab. And, you'd probably have and, some Joe Pesci dudes running after you and, trying to get paid and, back on that credit line. Like and, you would have been a mess. Thank goodness you didn't go to that, Las Vegas. That, that's why I don't gamble as, as like I used to. I used to gamble pretty, pretty good. You would have been in Gamblers Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, it, it you would have been in every anonymous group possible. Like I remember going back and, and being disgusted with myself. And now I look back and I'm like, someone was watching out for me because that was the best thing that could ever happen so we wound up picking up an even bigger client and we literally bought them thousands of homes in la while las vegas was completely shut down so one bender could it changed your life for the positive <laughs> it was a good thing man you're so lucky most <laughs> of the time it's people telling the story of that one bender that ruined their life you know yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh i've got three kids after this the after this one yeah. day i've no, got three different kids that is a true story yeah. man it was uh it was, it was, I, I remember being like so mad and then uh, not looking back at it, it's like everything happens for a reason, man. I don't know what happened, but that, that was, uh, 
it was it was a fun time for a while, and then about uh, three hours. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, from the time from two to four, not so good. But yeah, the time leading up to about two a.m. was pretty good. That's the problem. <laughs> that, that is the one thing with Doug is what you have to do if you ever go to Vegas with him because and and you know what it is it's a personality trait. Um, you just I don't like to lose. You well, you don't like to lose, and, and so that's what it is. If he's down, then he wants to bet more so that he can you I know get back I, up. I always think that I can. And that is the mentality that they feed on in Vegas, yeah. you know? Yep. So what you have to do with Doug is when you go there with Doug, what you do is you, you basically tax him on all of his winnings and you put it away and you keep putting, oh, okay. you know, the $25 here, hundred dollars there, whatever it may be. And so then, and until you get to where he started and then when he goes crazy and he loses it all, then you, he wakes up the next morning and you go, Hey, by the way. There's which your original investment. Which, which inevitably inevitably happens, yeah. I, I usually don't walk away until it's too late. Yeah. And there's been many times I've been up very big and, and I've walked away with not only losing all that, but everything else that I had that yeah. came in. Because when so, you're winning, then you think, hey, I, I can't lose. I'm invincible. I've, I've gotten way better. I, I've learned from my mistakes uh, for the most part. I, I made a, a, quite a few of those, but uh, I've learned. I've learned. I, I don't... Uh, I try to stay out of the, the, the casinos, the local casinos. I still go out a good time when I'm in Vegas, and I'll, I'll go and, and have a good time. Up now there, you can't. I, I wonder what's going to happen to Vegas. Uh, so so Kevin talked about that. He went up there a couple of weeks ago, and um, uh, they had they had plexiglass in front of But I hear it's them, just but they also, a fraction uh, of what the people used to be. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he, said, he's, he also said that everyone has to wear a mask, and you can't drink at the table anymore. If you want, your, you'll, you can have your drink at the table, but if you want a drink, you have to step away from the table, have a drink, and then... Do you think like that down. the psyche of America has changed, meaning that there's now... I think people have probably... This is kind of the bender that you were talking about. Maybe this is a bender for America, where sometimes you kind of just get rocked, and you go, hey, wait a second. I could lose it all really quickly. And we've all learned that things can change very quickly. Yep. I mean, we've never seen Disneyland close down for six months. You never thought Vegas. I mean, for all these things that were too big to fail that you thought that the party was going to go on forever. Vegas is getting slaughtered right now. And, and so do you think that the psyche of the normal middle-class, uh, you know, American person is, you know what? I don't need to risk my life. I don't need to go up there and get sick. I don't need to be around a bunch of strangers. And quite frankly, I don't need to, to waste my money or, or risk my money like that. Could that could that be a death row for Vegas? Uh, it, it could be. But but here's the thing. Everything's cyclical. And I think, uh, uh, and I don't know if this is going to happen or if they're going to get bit bailed out or, or whatever uh but I, the next I five ten years i mean i just don't but, see crowds like that you know, no but mgm i mean they, they own like half the you know mgm and harris they own you know between half the strip two, right probably more than that actually um will they get bailed out who knows but uh, the natural natural progression, how you gonna bail, bail out gamblers well uh, <laughs> you, you know, know what i'm saying how I, you bail I, out a casino I, I don't know you know but what happens? They declare bankruptcy and then, uh, you know, and then reorganize and, and go back in and then, you know, everyone loses money. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But, but but normally, you know, what happens in the, in the, in the regular world where it's not a big, huge corporation is, you know, a company uh, doesn't make money and then all of a sudden they, they go out of business and someone comes in and buys them for pennies on the dollar. But there's then, still the, the customer base there. That's the problem. And what about all the people that work at the casinos well, they're gonna who have, rely on tips? Well, well who I, have houses it's like with anything else you know um you have you have a company right that that was doing very well 
and then all of a sudden they don't because things have moved on and that company goes out of business and they're they're bought for uh, you know, like I said, pennies on the dollar or, you know, whatever that, that discount is, that those numbers, whoever's buying it is going to have to make that work based on, um, you know, whatever whatever data there. But the whole at. thing about Vegas was crowds and lots of people and it will be living back, recklessly. Eric. And it's going to you know, be back. Everything's yeah. going to be back. It, and it's, it's going to take a couple of years. It's going to take a couple of years, but everything's going to come back. We're not going to live like this for the rest of our lives. And, and, uh, I think this is going to have to make its way around and, 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 you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what It'll be interesting to see with the way the world is in five years or how our culture changes in five years. Uh, Doug, we got le- about a minute left. Yeah, here, I wanted man. to talk real, real fast about, we got a minute left. Uh, Dylan, you got your first, uh, you got your first flip. How's it going? It's done. It's done. It just hit the market. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, How real- was you learned you probably learned a lot during this, huh? Yeah. The the repairs were a little more than I was expecting. They always are. They always are. Yep. Um, but it turned out really well. It was an absolute ton of fun. Check it out on our Facebook page, Doug Hopkins Real Estate. That's right. And uh, they can people if they want to buy or sell their house, they can reach you where? 480-498-8000. All right. Or you can go to DougHopkins.com. Uh, just fill out the information. We'll get back to you. If you want to sell your house fast, there's no easier way to sell your home. Give us a call at? Uh, four, uh, 602-567-1505. Either that or uh, go to our, our, uh, our Just go to the dang website, yeah, DougHopkins.com. Easy, easy enough, D- DougHopkins.com. Everybody have a great rest of your weekend. Go Suns and go Coyotes. Take care now. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.